Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Fires continue to rage in Southern California. Gusty winds continue in the Northeast. But as we go into and through the coming weekend across the United States, Things are going to calm down for this first weekend of November. This is Weather Insider for Friday, November 1st. We are at episode number 175. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. I'm joined by AccuWeather.com's Dave Dombeck. Subscribe to Weather Insider and all our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Dave, out in California, there's still a big fire out there, uh, one that blew up uh, Thursday night uh, to the east of uh, Santa Barbara, north of L.A., around Santa Clarita. Uh, That area is still uh, having some havoc, but the good news is that that big high-pressure area sits over the the basin. The basin high is going to weaken this weekend, and the winds are finally going to subside. Right. It's uh, and that's the key there to those fires in California is is the amount of wind that comes out of the east, uh, the Santa Ana winds. And you're right, is that uh, high uh, retreats and weakens some. The winds weaken, and so that does give the firefighters uh, a little bit more uh, advantage to actually getting things under control. And of course, when you get the Santa Ana winds, the winds blowing down off the mountains, what happens is it as it descends, it dries out, mm-hmm. and it dries out all the brush and shrubbery uh, tremendously, just turns it into tinder. The thing now that would help is any kind of increase in humidity, and especially rain. We don't we, with the winds subsiding, the humidity will increase slightly. Uh, but we don't see any rain coming, at least for the through the weekend and into the early part of next week. Right. And one thing that will help some is if you get a little bit more of an onshore flow and you get the marine layers uh, deepening. You don't get the rain. You don't get but but at least at least you knock the temperatures down and you do increase the the moisture in the air somewhat because the air comes off the Pacific Ocean. Meanwhile, in the eastern states, that storm that blew through Thursday night uh, has blown off into the Canadian Maritimes. Gusty winds have continued. On Friday, across New England and uh, parts of the Mid-Atlantic states, uh, we have some. And Dave, I know you went and uh, took a look at some of the uh, some of the wind gusts, and we'll talk about that in a second. But as the storm moves away, the winds will subside, uh, and we'll turn into a nicer weekend. But talk about what happened. Uh, when that system blew through, as far as the winds and the rain is concerned, uh, Thursday night and Friday morning. Yeah, some very uh, very strong wind gusts. Uh, in fact, looking at uh, the Storm Prediction Center, uh, where they have their storm reports, and they, they uh, have either hail or tornado or wind reports. Uh, no hail reports, but many, many uh, reports of wind damage. Just to name a few, and there's there's many of them here. Mount Washington, top of the list here, 130 miles per hour. Of course, that is Mount Washington, 62, 88 uh, feet in in the air. These are wind gusts. These wind are gusts. This is not a sustained wind measured over a period of time, over a minute of time. This is actually uh, the highest wind gust. The peak gusts. wind the gusts. The peak winds, right. the strongest uh, wind. Grandfather Mountain in North Carolina, 88 miles per hour. Um, Come on, let's get to where some people live other okay. than a handful. Uh, <laughs> Blue Hill Absor- Observatory in in, in, uh, in Massachusetts near Boston, 70 miles per hour. That's pretty impressive. Uh, 
Uh, Dover, Delaware, uh, close to 60, 59 miles per hour. Watertown, New York, 63. We had a lot of gusts uh, into the mid and upper 50s in Connecticut, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Boston, 51 miles per hour, actually a little bit on the low side. Around New York City, a 56-mile-per-hour gust uh, at JFK Airport. So there are hundreds of thousands of people lost power. Mm -hmm. It wasn't one of these events where millions lost power, but certainly a lot of folks uh, lost power. A lot of places, uh, Halloween was postponed. Yes. Trick-or-treating, lots of heavy rain and gusty winds and a uh, much safer time to have it uh, Friday night or Saturday night mm-hmm. for some communities. So, so that's good news. And the the good news is that the weather, uh, as I said, across the country uh, and and in the areas that uh, had to suffer under these gusty winds and heavy rains, things are going to be a lot nicer this weekend. It's going to be chillier. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a hard freeze in some areas. Probably going to talk about that too. Where there's going to be a hard freeze uh, Saturday morning. Right. I think the areas, I think the, the, the uh, big cities in the I-95 corridor uh, will get spared. They will not get to freezing yet, uh, but it's, it's going to be close in their nearby suburbs where they've had lows in the mid and upper 30s near 40. Uh, we are looking at like in the immediate suburbs of D.C., uh, Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York City. The close-in suburbs are probably going to get to around freezing Saturday morning. And a little bit farther out, you're looking at some upper 20s. And you get farther far enough out, it's it doesn't matter. They've already had some frosts and freezes, and so it's already a, it's a done deal, and it really doesn't matter. It's it's irrelevant. But yes, uh, one of the coldest nights of the season so far. But you're right. It, it, going into the weekend, uh, cool to chilly, but dry. Um, it, it's it's a dry pattern, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Uh, you know, in the in the eastern states, and uh, the only uh, flying the ointment would be downwind of the Great Lakes where the lakes are still warm and you get some pretty chilly air. You got more clouds and maybe even some snow showers, uh, lake effect snow showers over the weekend. But not, no heavy snow showers, no, no, no heavy lake effect that would uh, cause uh, major travel problems. Correct, correct. Uh, but there will be some snow in the air and you'll probably whiten up the ground and maybe even actually have some smaller accumulations. But this is not one of the classic setups that we likely will see in the in the very near future now this is interesting i suffer from allergies and i always look forward to the first uh, frost and then then significant freeze mm-hmm. uh it doesn't immediately get rid of the pollen but it certainly stops that process from continuing mm-hmm. so uh even though i like flowers <laughs> even though i like the look of that I, I do look forward I, i've had enough at this point yep and so i look forward to that and and in many areas that's going to happen this weekend and and the areas that it hasn't happened or won't happen this weekend, uh, it's not too far behind that it will. Another interesting thing, I was uh, checking this out. My wife belongs to a group that uh, was going to be cleaning a park on Saturday morning, and she was going to. She was concerned about ticks, which is uh, mm. an, an issue in uh, in the Northeast, certainly, and the and uh, the Midwest, and, and a lot of par- parts of the country. And so we were checking that out. Uh, certainly, if you're out and it's chilly, you can wear lots of clothes. It's not like the summertime where you have shorts on or something. But it was interesting to see. A lot of folks think, well, freezes kill bugs. They don't. Um, a lot of bugs they don't kill. And, and ticks, which are among the most dangerous, it, it's got to be 10 degrees or below for a sustained period of time for them to die. What they do is they slow down. But once the sun comes back out mm-hmm. again, they're very active. And so folks need to be aware of that, too, for different kind of bugs that you might be allergic to, ticks especially, but other things. 
to, to consult that because the cold weather is mm-hmm. not going to kill them. You got to get get it a lot colder than yeah. it's going to get. We got to get into the middle of the winter before that starts to happen. Bitter cold, yeah. I, in fact, I've read where it actually has to be sustained below freezing and considerably below freezing yes. for like three days straight. Well, the, 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 some of the research I did when we were looking at this was actually. 10 degrees for ticks. Wow. 10 degrees for a sustained period of like days in a row. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of interesting. They're yeah. hardy. And a lot of those bugs are a lot older than humans. They've been around for <laughs> millions of years without changing very right. much. So uh, yep. it's, uh, they, they've been able to survive for a reason. Yes. And, uh, and, and uh, resistance to cold is one of them. Well, one thing we're not going to have to resist is the nice weather this weekend across a lot of the country. All some of the trouble spots, Southern California and the storm in, the, in New England uh, and the Northeast and the and the Great Lakes will be calming down. So hopefully everybody has a great weekend because the weather should start to cooperate. Absolutely. We have the big uh, New York Marathon. That's uh, right. Coming up on Sunday. And well, talk, I tell about, you, to talk about that for as we close out here, what, what folks can expect. Yeah, it looks like for runners, it's it's great. The cooler, the better. It's dry. Um, there'll be somewhat of a breeze. We're looking at maybe 8 to 15, 8 to 16 miles per hour. There could be some gusts uh, before noon uh, to 20 or so, 20 miles per hour. So the, enough to be noticeable, but not strong winds. Certainly, um, uh, you know, just a nice day. It's, it's, it's very dry. We're looking at temperatures at the start of the race, maybe 45 or so, uh, rising into the upper 40s to maybe near 50 by the end of the race for some of the slower runners in that marathon. But a nice day, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Temperatures sound good. My understanding has always been that the ideal weather for a marathon runner is actually about 50 degrees temperature Mm -hmm. and a light mist because it keeps you cool. But the drier it is, the more you're going to lose fluids uh, from evaporation, so yes. you want to you want it to be more humid. You want to mist in about 50 degrees. So we're, we're the temperatures sound right, but it sounds a little bit dry. If you're running in a marathon, stay hydrated. Yes, you know that already, but you don't need me to tell you that. Yeah, my my uh, my younger daughter actually ran a marathon, and she ran in the rain, and that was very helpful. And she finished. Uh, she had a great race, and uh, maybe the one and only time she did it in her life, but. That was on our, our bucket list to do, and she did it. Well, there's a, a word of uh, personal uh, input from Dave Dombeck. We all, both of us hope you have a great weekend, and we'll see you on the other side on Monday. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. If you enjoyed this AccuWeather podcast and play fantasy sports, check out Field Conditions, giving you inside information on how weather can affect your fantasy picks. New episodes every Friday. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.